This is One on One with Jasper Cole, Hollywood's bad guy, and so much more. Actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is One on One with Jasper Cole. All right. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And welcome to One on One with Jasper Cole. This is your host, Mr. Jasper Cole, and we're coming to you live from Temple Bay Studios right here in Hollyweird, California. Everyone, please go to, uh, please, please go to uh, social media and follow us at, now it's uh, Jasper Cole Says, S-A-Y-S on Facebook. No, actually, Twitter and Instagram. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, JasperCole.com, you can go there and find the link to the show and check us out. I want to give a big shout out to my co-host for breaking the news, Mr. Michael Taylor Gray. Wow. Welcome back. I can talk now? You can talk. (laughs) Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. The restraining order has been lifted. Well, that should never be lifted. I know. know How are you? you. I'm good. I'm good. I just I only get to see you like every once a month, which is actually fine. Which is fine. It's like a period. Oh. I'm like your period. Not when you're over 50. (laughs) It's called menopause for some people. Well, there you go. Yeah. But everything's good? Yeah, yeah. Nothing's happening in the news, right? (laughs) It's you just, know, it's a good thing my TV can't yell back at me. Yeah. Well, you know, we have this amazing guest here today. Who we're gonna, He's really a wallflower, and it's going to be hard, I know, to shy, get him to shy. really express an opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to try to pull it out of him, no pun intended. Yeah. But everyone, oh. I want to please welcome a very special guest. He is a writer. He's a producer. He's a playwright. He's an actor. I think you've done it all, pretty much. He's an activist. He's Mr. Del Shores. Hi. Hey. Welcome, buddy. Thanks for having me. My God. Good Thanks great for being here. I love your quaint digs. It's oh, like thank you. A lot of wood. Just I feel like I'm in a cabin Very somewhere. rustic, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a bear like convention. There, there should be a deer head somewhere, don't you think? Like <laughs> Probably just, in the other room. <laughs> We're going to do a scene from Misery right after the show. Oh, oh, you don't wow. mind, do you? I'm yes. sure you've got the Kathy Bates part I've got down. some cobbler for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so great to see you. Thank Welcome. you for having we were, me. Uh, Dell and I were just reminiscing. We both had a show at UBN. Yes. Uh, radio for a while, you and Emerson Collings. We I used did. to I think I came on after you. We did. We saw you all the time. That's right. It's like I don't get to see you. Well, anymore, I, you know, we, we always talk about media. on social media. You feel like you see people. Isn't it the truth? I mean, which it's is kind of like good in one way. And except it, your old aunts in Abilene, <laughs> Texas. You just <laughs> you still have to visit them, right? <laughs> they don't get it. Yeah, but no, it's. I mean, it's good in some ways because you. You feel like you're seeing people, but then when you actually see them, you realize, no, we're, we haven't seen each other in four years. Long time, yeah. Yeah. You look great. Well, Both thank you. you. Now, I it's saw Michael Ch- I saw this one. That's this one. Right. This one here. This one. I saw here. Yeah, we we um, we had a great uh, weekend together. We uh, not salacious. Nothing crazy. We just not I, that kind of weekend. Not kids. that kind of weekend. We just <laughs> uh, we I, I taught some acting oh. uh, here, and uh, Michael Taylor Gray oh, graced us. I was his actressing talents. the whole weekend. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you guys have worked together we in the have. past. You did 
Southern Baptist Sissies together? The, the, he, he actually created the role of uh, Benny Iona Trailer in Southern Baptist Sissies <laughs> right. in 2001. Is that when yeah, we opened? Yeah, 2000. 2000 I believe it was September mm-hmm. of 2001 when we, yeah. we opened. And, uh, you know, that was, a, that was a crazy time for me because... Um, he comes in, and we're uh, Sharon Lane, my my God amazing, yes, our great uh, angel that we had producing with us. Who, who, you know, it's Pride Month, and Sharon, yes. Sharon was as proud of us. I oh, get yeah. emotional. I know. Uh, well, as she was anybody, amazing. she was such an ally, and, and and we're so fortunate in our lives to have people. And she particularly was. A big supporter of your she, work, and she just loved you dearly. And she, people used to say, uh, "Will you produce my project?" She said, "I have one. <laughs> I have one person I produce. That's it." Yeah, and I was like, "Back off, bitches! Bitch. Move <laughs> back!" I was like, "Brother boy, that's yeah, right. yeah." But, but no, uh, she was she was she amazing. was such an angel. I mean, it, for those of you who don't know, she produced Sorted Lives, the movie. It would not have been made without Sharon Lane. It was. It was Sharon who said, you can do this. But I remember the day he came in to audition and uh, his, he had a manager that was like pushing for you Wow! back then. And uh, But you know, you can push as much as you want uh, for your client, but if you don't deliver the goods... You don't bring it in the room. You know, and I always say, here, uh, actors, you have to earn your roles. That's right. And if you don't earn your roles, then usually, you know... Uh, for me, in my in my experience, it's very rare that even if if I don't audition someone, like if I worked with Michael Taylor Craig and I wouldn't audition him, I right. already I already know what he does. Right. Uh, I wish TV would be that way now, but well, windows we and floors. We won't get started on that. Yeah, the problem with the, uh, not the problem. I mean, the the process in TV is there's just so many people it's who have corporate. opinions, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. and so you have to okay, so you please me, and then you but have to get to that other next people. one, and yeah, then the next yeah, yeah. one, and then we have to see. Nowadays, they have to see how many followers you have on oh Instagram. My God. So Don't it's get crazy. Started, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in theater, thank God. So he gave an amazing back. Uh, circling back to you, Michael Taylor, well, great. Uh, as you sit there, you sit there, booming ringing. As I adore you, as you sit next to me, Uh, he just delivered one of those auditions and and continued to um, to to do amazing work in the role of Benny. And I teach about him still to this day because there were so many props. And and in the, oh the God, he yes. had to get undressed and redressed in a oh, comedic I re- I monologue. This. Yeah, and we didn't really. He was very confident he could handle it, and I was I was like, oh sure, I'm sure you can. <laughs> and then we get to previews, and it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> so we had to. Schedule. I have a nervous breakdown. We right. had to have extra rehearsal, yes, right? Did. Just and for the props and I the got timing. And... But but you have to get past that point, right? But for me, I think one of the most tremendous experiences as an actor is working directly with a playwright mm-hmm. and a brand new play and he's because you, you were still writing some of it as mm-hmm. we were going mm-hmm. along and that's and, my process nowadays uh, it's just I, that was incre- it was such a collaborative experience it's like know? live dramaturging it was a you know, very the, long play yeah and it, it needed but some it trims so much in it. it was just so good <laughs> so I always so say juicy. it was like Sissies of Arabia when I first <laughs> when I first wrote it so and and you know I I, I, I had just adapted a very sordid wedding to stage and it, there, it's reminiscent in that the lighting has to be very much a part of mm-hmm. the, a show like that because it, there's a film mess yeah. quality to there Sissies is, yeah and, uh, anyway, mm-hmm. well, enough me. about you. I'm, I, I, 
This is a this is about God, Dale Shores, goddammit. Wow, how did I do that? Uh, it was well, kind of about me too. Yeah. But, yeah. but now everyone can follow you. It's at Dale Shores pretty much, right? Yeah, Every, at Dale Shores, and then on Facebook you just go Dale Shores. You just put Dale Shores in and you'll see that and blue channel just in case some of you don't yeah. know. But now if you and, and Instagram I don't have the blue check. They're just they're just crazy. <sighs> they don't so know so but it doing. is me. You will know it's me. <laughs> Uh, and then just go to delshores at grinder.com. Just, just read some of the posts and you'll know it's Dale, right? <laughs> you, you Nobody else could be in person. The videos? I mean, it's, it's all. <laughs> People do that. They go, is it really you? And well, I'm like, how could it not be me? Well, then in your, uh, your one-man show, which you uh, filmed... And and they can see the trailer for it. Uh, six characters, characters in search, in search of a play. play. Yes, you go to YouTube. Just, and see I just the released the trailer today on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it's on my fan page on um, on Facebook. And I am so happy with that that project. I mean, oh, you know, I, I didn't mean, get to see it, so I'm looking. You'll get to see it now. That's what I'm thankful yeah. for. Yeah, because yeah. I heard such great stuff about it. I it wanted to film so well. Talk to crazy. you because a lot of people, you know. You were you start you were always an actor, but when you came to Hollywood, I know you were you kind of got known more for writing and directing. Right, and I love how because I preach all the time. I preach like to to actors, you got to take charge of your own destiny. You got to mm-hmm. do your own stuff. So and true. Nobody has done that more than than you from the time you arrived in 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 Los Angeles. But what I love is because I always think the best directors are great actors. You know, that's not always the case, but... I like, think it has a lot to do with We it. like to work with good directors who were actors because, you know, when it's, when it's the other way around a lot of times, when a director hasn't been an actor... There's a, they can't speak the language. And sometimes. there's a, you know, there are those directors where the genre does not lend itself to the character work right. that I do, and they don't need well, those really skills matter. like yeah. that. But I, I will tell you, when when I was acting many many years ago, and I was in Joan Darling's class. Oh gosh, did, did you remember Joan she, Darling? Yeah, she Legendary. Do, and she used to do summer intensives. And, she yeah. still does. She's, she's eighty three years old. She she comes wow. back and teaches. She, right, I just Joan. got an email. Shout out and to I, Joan Darling. Yes, and I went if he acted. Actors, if you are listening, Please. go study with Joan Darling. I had no she, idea. She's amazing. She changed my life in the way I wow. direct and the way I act. But guess who was in my class? Steven Spielberg. Oh, wow. What? He, he, yes. He took one of her classes. As a director. As a director wow. after E.T. He was already, yeah. I mean, it was after, uh, right after... Um, Oh, the Terry, the one with Terry Gar. Uh, oh, for uh, third uh, uh, encounters, count, close encounters, close encounters of a third kind, of the third kind. Yeah, yeah. So, but I respect that because, like you said, he wanted to get to know what actors really do and yeah. what, how to talk to actors. Right. Yeah. But how is it for you now when you kind of went back to acting? Not that you, because you you started performing. You started doing. I did, the, and and I didn't act for many many years, right. and and you know uh, I missed acting, but. I, I always acted as I wrote. As right. You no, know. I mean the way I wrote was uh, I, I I sort of embody each character one by one and connect with them on an actor's. I, I when I teach writing, I always teach writing from an actor's point right. of view. Right. So when it ca- when it fell back in my lap, and you know, if it, one of the things that I think has been biggest life lessons for me is sometimes our blessing or our curses become our blessing and in 2000 and uh, right after uh, Sorted Lives the series was on Logo and we had such a legal battle with that and and we're being robbed of of residuals and so for two years while all of that was in litigation I was not able to 
write for television. Right. And that's where I made my money. I know. And um, I, I, the man who was not paying us had my contract. And so we were in limbo with the, with the series. Uh, we finally, during that time, though, I, uh, you, uh, again, you know, good things sometimes happen from relationships that, 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 that go away. Right. But my ex-husband said, you need to stand on stage and do what you do at our dinner table. And I started just talking shit <laughs> with a mic in my hand. I wrote a one-man play called My Sorted Life right. and went on tour and thank Thank God for uh, I'm a, I'm basically atheist, but I do like to say <laughs> thank it God. Sounds good. Thank thank that whatever yeah, that. Thank the good. universe. The <laughs> yeah, universe. Oprah. Right. You know, thank that 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 I had fans out there mm-hmm. that that would come and see me, and I don't I'm, I don't pretend to be Margaret Cho or Kathy Griffin or, or Leslie Jordan. I can fill a hundred, two hundred seat. Place, Listen, you know, you've but, done very. But well. I love it. I love performing. That's what. Again. That's what you get from it. Is yeah. you can see the passion for it that you have for it. Mm-hmm. So six characters truly was full circle for me because it b- combined all those skills of stand up. Right. Brought me back to the theater and did a one man play that I'm very very proud of and I loved. Michael Michael Taylor Gray saw it a couple of times. That, that was the first time I actually got to see you like full on act you know because i saw the the stand-up show right. it was more about storytelling and you're a marvelous storyteller but to see you embody a character especially the one character that the the uh, the, the the repressed homosexual guy. what's his name oh jimmy del watkins <laughs> jimmy del watkins and to see literally see and put on a hat like that little ball cap mm-hmm. and to see somebody physically Transform. change mm-hmm. before your eyes it's it's mind-boggling i it's, felt yeah. him it, i did see it see, you know that mm-hmm. it's what you did with with benny i mean you 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 sometimes you grab a hat and, oh, it makes and, a difference. and put or a match in your wearing. mouth or yeah you know whatever those whatever makes you connect i always say to actors i don't care how you get there just get just there, get there. Mm-hmm. we want to get it done but jimmy dale was truly i he he lives inside me somewhere. He's not quite as smart as I am, but I love him so much. He's, a, <laughs> Bless he's, on, his a heart. Jur- he's on a journey. I want to do. A, I want to do the Jimmy Dell Watkins story. I want to do a, a little movie with Jim, you, just you Jimmy. You Yeah, yeah. We're thinking about it. So, so are you going to keep touring the the play as well? I, I have because I mean, you got I, other stuff coming. No, I, I I did seventy seven wow. shows and then we we filmed it and it's now getting into film festivals. Right. I, I the. I, the Literally the the day that it we got the the um, the cut the 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 final cut final even cut. some rough we even got into one festival with a, a rough cut I started getting into a few what festivals. kind of festival was that <laughs> <laughs> well honestly they're mostly you know so far LGBT festivals yeah, right. but it's the festivals that have have helped make my career your, your I mean, fan base so, yeah, yeah so which is, um, so I'm excited to to have it on the big screen and, that's a, that's great. and and so right now I have a new show that's just pure stand up called the, the Shit stir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've done it three times now. I just did it over the weekend. Oh, you did? Yo, I had the craziest week. Where were you? Yeah. I was in Dewey Rose, Georgia. Dewey at, Rose? Yes, Where is at that? the Rivers. It's two hours outside of Atlanta. And it's just in rural I'm Georgia. From Georgia. That's why rural I Georgia. Wow. I wish I could tell you how to get there, well. but you know, people drive me. Uh, sorry, sorry. You know, so but people drove. <laughs> no, me. no, I, I know. I don't mean. Drunk? Yeah, you yeah. know, uh, this huge entourage I take with. Well, me. I have Uber. Does yeah. that count? The, no, well, that did they drive you from Atlanta? From to, Atlanta. Okay, there. got it. And um, I, it's a gay campground 
with it's clothing optional. Oh. And this is the third time I've I've performed at one of wow. those uh, campgrounds, and they have Sorted Lives Weekend. <gasps> And they all dress up like the characters and the ones that aren't naked. And Bo Bridges, my buddy, who starred in (laughs) Sorted Lives, is filming a series in Atlanta. So I get an email from Bo saying, hey, Dell, I see you're performing two hours from Atlanta. I'd love to come see your show. <laughs> so come I, on, Bo. Come I, on, Dell. I wrote, well, at first I was like, oh, shit. No, the, the, you, can't, you can't. You can't. And then uh, he, he and Wendy, I, I love them. They've, I've known them since Daddy Stein, who's got right, the will. Right. 19, we filmed that in 1988. Yeah. 89 is when we did the movie. Uh, And it came out in 90. So, anyway, he goes way back with me. And so I explained to him what it was. I said, This is what it is. If you're wanting to come, I, I, I don't know how my show will be. I, it's like by the swimming pool. And, I, you know, I don't know. But I promise you, you will have something to talk about. You'll never forget it. <laughs> and so. They arrive uh, at five in around, Dewey Rose. In Georgia. Dewey Rose, yeah. they they drive up and and you know naked men just walking everywhere. Uh, Wendy, his wife, said, "Dell, I have never seen so many penises in all my life." <laughs> and and people were. I what I love about it is that it, there's no shame. Shame. It's just in all bodies, and nobody is. You know, yeah, of course we're judging internally, but right. we're not later. You know, when we go to know, dinner, as we spring, as right. we all do, but. <laughs> But no, I'm, table I'm, I'm being right. silly. Now. Yeah, There's yeah. really I know a lack of judgment. Right. And um, they have this golf cart where uh, processional to Peggy's Wake. And they had they had a coffin in this little gazebo thing with with all. This is a reality these, show. It's it was crazy. So there was Sissy and Juanita and Brother Boy and all these characters dressed up, and. So Bo and Wendy come, and not many people know about it because you know you never know if the yeah. shooting schedule is going to change, so you right. don't want to tell everybody. And I told Bo, I told the, my host that they were there, and uh, we, <laughs> when we got to the golf golf cart processional, and they realized that Bo Bridges is on there, and uh, and we ride up, and I said, Bo, you will score a lot of points if you walk into that uh, towards that coffin screaming. Peggy, 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 oh Peggy. Oh, my God. And y'all, he did it. Oh, he did shit. it. It oh, was so magical. And he he and Wendy danced to Olivia oh Newton-John's song in front of the coffin. And they had the best time. And we had the best time. And it was, it was He a now good, knows he'll, he'll be expected to come back every year. Yes. Right? And so, <laughs> and so I did my show. And he took the mic a little bit and told him how happy pride everybody. And wow. Again, circling what back. What a great guy. Allies. Yeah. I mean, you I mean, know, yeah. what a great yeah. guy. He, and, he, and his wife, too. Wendy, wow. Just amazing people. You, well, have, you have some other pride things going on coming up. Uh, right? Yes, I'm going to be Grand Marshal at Knoxville Pride on the 22nd. June 22nd, yes. yes and, Two days after my birthday. Oh, well, oh happy uh, early birthday. Yeah. yeah, you are a little... Pr- well, look at what we have to be proud of. I know. Michael I know. Taylor, a little pride, 40, baby. 41? Uh, sure. Yeah. 
Okay. Plus tax and deposit. <laughs> tax and deposit. <laughs> Gratuity <laughs> added. Non-refundable yeah. fees. <laughs> the, so, so, yes, that and I'm doing, uh, uh, that's the 22nd. I'm doing a show the night before in Knoxville at uh, Edge. Are you doing shit stir? I'm doing the shit okay. stir. got it. Yeah, and then I go to Spartanburg. I have cousins in Spartanburg. Well, you know, do you South know Carolina. the whole controversy with Spartanburg and Southern Baptist Sissies? <gasps> no. No, it was like last year. It may have been two years but the Proud Mary Theater Company did it, and they had all these protests, people wanting to close down the, the play. Of course, that just sold oh, every course. ticket. They should yeah. protest every show. But I went to bat for them on social media, and, right. I, I, and they saw that I was in Knoxville, and they said, well, you, can you just get in a, you know, come and, and, and be with us? And I looked at my schedule, and I said, you know what? Y'all get me a rental car, I'll go get there. Because I want to, you know, one of the things that I did with Six Characters and one of the things I always want to do is give back to those theaters that have given to me and have have embraced and and celebrated my work. So I'm going to be performing the shit stirrer there. So if they think that Southern Baptist was, that it's like just Katie bar the door. Now, do um, you do uh, political stuff? It's very political. uh, Y'all follow me on Twitter, so you know. know. I get uh, blocked. I get blocked by a lot of famous people. Yeah. So Megan Good. McCain blocked me last oh, week. Oh, really? poor Megan! And, and I said, "Thank you so much. You just went into my show." Yeah, she can't speak a line without mentioning her her father. You know, I mean, he, here's the deal with Megan McCain. I, and I wasn't even. I mean, Jesus, you've seen what I've I've written to people. Yeah, you were kind of. I not I was bad just basically saying I and I have defended her her dad many mm-hmm. times yeah. don't we just like with what we've got in the white house don't we just wish I, somebody uh-huh. should do that 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 thump 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 dance music <laughs> i i miss john mccain i miss we could, hell anybody at this point uh, i mean but but you know um Amy Kobachar had said something in a very oh, positive light about him. How they had experienced something together and they were And traveling. she said, don't you, my, the, on behalf of the McCain family, don't use my father's legacy uh, during this presidential campaign. And I thought, I, didn't, I wanted to say, now, bitch, wait a second. Your daddy ran for president, so just shut the, shut fuck, the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, bitch. You know, this is not, this, this, he, she was saying something nice. nice. And so I just said, uh, I think you're, sort of using your dad today on Memorial Day to trend. Right. And she got mad and she blocked me and so Well that's you know, a that's a so blessing. Be it. So but in the shit stir I I have all of those who have blocked and I read the tweet that got me <laughs> blocked. And if you if you're in LA I'll be doing you know at Casita del Campo I'm finally getting to perform at the in the basement of that, well, that Mexican place restaurant. Has become legendary. You haven't made it to you I love that place so much. And it's great. And Mr. Mr. Dan has been trying to get me for a long time. So you're going to do the shit I'm doing there. two shows there. Oh, good. And, uh, we'll go. Yeah, and it's yes. the 26th and the 27th okay. of, of uh, July. Fantastic. And then I, I'm not doing a lot of, of them because uh, I, I have to stop and pause and go back and do real work. I'm, I have a new play called This Side of yes, Crazy. Yes, you do. We were going to talk and, about that. Yeah. yeah. That's so, premiering in San Francisco in sep- uh, September the twenty eighth, yeah, and I'm directing it. Yes, so uh, I land in uh, on a, the the ninth, uh, and I do a sh- I'm doing a show, the shit stirrer at the Oasis on the tenth, and then I go right into rehearsal, and I'm really not. I'm just pausing right, all the right. appearances. And, so you're going to rehearse in San Francisco. In San Francisco, and can you tell us? 
about the play? Oh, yes, I can. And, and if you're up in San Francisco, go to New Conservatory. Uh, it's an amazing space. Yeah. Ed Decker is, he's just such an amazing human being, and they produce beautiful theater. They've done a lot of my work, including Sissy's. And um, they uh, they asked me to premiere my play up there. Now, is, had you been working on this for a while? A long time. Yeah, because yeah. it's been... It's been almost a long, 10. Yeah. Has it been 10? Yellow, yellow was in 2010. Okay. That's Coast well, at the coast. Okay, so it's been it's ten. been too long. I always well, you were kind of busy. I beat myself doing some up. Other stuff though. Well, thank you. I yes, it's true. But I do. I I I, I beat myself up because theater is my heart and mm-hmm. soul. And I go. I should have had another play during that time. And I did. I had six characters in search of a yeah, play. Yeah, of course. I did. No, that did. was a play. Yeah. yeah. A lot so of life be, happened in between, honey. Yeah. And this will be my tenth play. Yeah. So wow. this side of crazy is four women. Uh, it's uh, Diddy Blaylock is the most prolific the writer, songwriter the in the history of gospel music. She is being honored by uh, gospel music television. Um, 50 years singing for Jesus. And they're doing this special. Everybody's coming in. Everybody. 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 Sandy Patty's going to perform. Uh, <laughs> that heathen. And, 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 you know, Shirley Caesar uh, has forgiven her for that alleged. Unfortunate incident. You know, yes, unfortunate. It was a, she claimed, <laughs> there was a racist comment uh-huh. that supposedly Diddy had Imagine said. That. But she, she said, she, she keeps saying, I am not racist. I'm from the South. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so unbeknownst to her daughter, Rachel, her oldest daughter, who lives with her, um, of course she does. Yes, uh, they they uh, who lives with and the other resident in the house is Rachel's husband, who is in a coma. I was going to say uh, he's not well, is he? Yeah. He's in a coma. There's feeding bags, but his <laughs> his digs his dick still works. So oh there's some Viagra. Yes. So is there a conjugal visit? <laughs> it opens with a big oh sexy. My God. So oh, anyway, wow. Diddy has promised Tucker Davis. The producer of the, of the of the show that she is going to reunite her daughters, the Blaylock sisters, <laughs> who were little superstars for Jesus, uh-huh. and they Jesus. don't know about this, and they have not spoken in 19 years. Oh, well, so it's quite a it's Jesus quite a, take the a promise <laughs> that she has made. So the play is the reuniting of the Blaylock sisters after 19 years. After 19 and years, not and there's a lot of secrets in the family. Oh there's a there's a big God. big cover up secret as to why Jude, Rachel's husband, is in that coma. Oh, oh. so the challenge is getting Abigail out of the mental institution to and also getting. Uh, Bethany off of a stripper's pole to to come and wow. they've done a, well I can tell yes, since they their heyday so they've gone outside of their comfort zone so right. you know it, you we were talking about MySpace and what's crazy <laughs> about MySpace is there y'all know who y'all know who Dottie Rambo is the the gospel singer Dottie Rambo I mean, she's not with us anymore no I was thinking Dottie West but but when she wrote We Shall Behold Him she wrote a lot of stuff that that a that lot classic, of big like, classic gospel. gospel and during MySpace days she wrote me a fan <clears throat> letter that she was a big Sorted Lives fan all on through MySpace messages oh, wow. and she came to see Sorted Lives in Nashville and I got to know her a little bit and then she was killed in a bus crash seriously and, so yeah. 
uh, uh, her tour bus uh, crashed and oh she uh, in her 70s oh, died. Wow. So I really always loved her music. And then there's another, I, you know what happens is I get stoned and I go on YouTube and I fall down a <laughs> rabbit hole. go down hole. a rabbit hole. Yes. <laughs> and there's this, the Peace All Sisters, these young girls who were actually the voices in... Um, oh brother, where art thou? Oh. Uh, they were they they were the voices for George Clooney's kids. Okay, um, won a Grammy and Pastor's Kids and crazy three part harmony. And so I just started playing the what if game and writing and what if they were Dottie Dottie Rambo's kids oh my and God. blah blah blah. And, and that's how it all came. It together. all started coming together. Now, do you do you always direct the premiere production of a play that you've written? I have directed all but. Uh, the fir- my first three plays, I didn't direct the premieres, but everything. Oh, of course, except six characters. Uh, and Emerson Collins directed uh, the play and the film. But uh, it's just it, it. As you saw in Sissy's, it really has become a part of my creative process. Mm-hmm. It's the final step in in getting it. So uh, I know it's not traditional to direct plays, a, a playwright to direct his or her plays, but it really works for me. I think it makes the most sense when you think about it, because you created it. I mean, I've been fortunate to, I work with Tyler Perry. No. So I've always, I've said many times that Dale reminds me of the gay white Tyler Perry. I've been compared in reviews, and I just thought, well, I wish I had his franchise and his money. <laughs> I just want some of that money. But, you know, I mean, because you both have that tireless energy, and you both write every, do just, just like worker bees that never stop. But it's right. the same kind of, and you have your core audiences, and, you know, you, you stay to, to your home base and where you, everything that you know and you knew growing up as well. So, That's, well, write what you know. You write what you been, know. It's been. Uh, it, it's so true for me. Yeah, I, I write what I know. I, you know, I fill in blanks, and oh, sure. and my creativity goes. And the one thing about six characters was it really? It's almost like a writing workshop, mm-hmm. and because it tells how I write uh, by the inspiration of people I meet. Right. And and uh, these are the concept of six characters. Are these are people that I haven't found a place for right yet right in my work in your work they're just circling the block <laughs> wait, waiting to come in until they come in. Well, listen, we, we, we talked about politics, and we know how political you are. So let's jump into breaking the news if if you guys want to and cover some of the shit that's going on. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's uh, Pride Month, and so you know Trump is insisting on this uh, trans mili- the ban on trans in the military. He brought it up again today. I, apparently, in you know he's in the he's on this trip in London and just spouting shit every day, like stuff that's not connected to anything. So now he's going to go through with the the ban. And he was right. saying because it costs so much money. You know, the far they cost so much money on pills. So today he had a quote, and he goes, "You know, <laughs> he goes, we well, you know they take a lot of pills. Those pills cost a lot of money. I, I guess he's talking about the hormone treatments yeah. or whatever, <sighs> which don't even compare." What? And then to- someone said. Uh, had a statistic of how much money the military spends on Viagra. Right. And he said, oh, I didn't know about that. Uh-huh. Of course he does. <laughs> right. But that's basically... There's a lot he doesn't know about. Yeah, he's about. trying to basically say he's he's the ban is strictly because they cost money with pharmaceuticals. Right. Not that he's just a homophobic Well, it's prick. just another example of, you know, whatever Obama did to to promote or promote. Progress. Right. Let's tear it down. He's got to take that back. Yeah. And, and that's the most endangered... Uh, segment of our community, of our right. gay community, 
And I mean, just in Dallas, in the well, last I was just month say, or so, two transgendered uh, women have been murdered. Murdered. And the, and the most recent one, and it, it just breaks my heart because she would not want to have her birth image uh, as a male would right. not have, would not have to have that image uh, shown. Right. But the family insisted on it, so they show. As a male, and then as uh, as her transgender, right. transgender female, side by side, and I don't know if it was to help the case or whatever, whatnot. But it's like, well, it's just, to your point, it's just like even look how how much progress was being made in yeah. the transgender community prior to Trump coming in. That's just another example. I mean, there's a lot further to go with the trans community, but you know, we, was, even within our community, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, we, totally. we we have work to do. Oh, a hundred percent. But I mean, as much as like. We won't get into the Caitlyn Jenner thing, but I'm saying right up to Trump coming into office, we were, you know, celebrating Caitlyn Jenner and, you know, some of that. And then Trump. I celebrated her until she opened her fucking Fucking mouth. mouth, I mean, I'm sorry, but, you know, when we were doing the the Dylan Emerson show, uh, Julie Goldman uh, came on our show and she said something that a lot of us were thinking. And she said, you know, the problem was she said, I have no problem with uh with with Caitlin Bruce versus Caitlin <clears throat> whatever but the the thing is uh Bruce Jenner was an asshole That's and a, so is Caitlyn Jenner that didn't the, change that, that you you can't transition out of being an asshole right. and and she's really she, she really did the transgender community a lot of disservice i know and then uh, the, and our, then Trump comes in right behind her, uh, as and she, she supported him. As she supported, uh, but now him she's trying to backtrack on that. You know, she's claiming now that she regrets. But what the fuck is she really doing? Nothing. I mean, honestly, what Nothing. is she doing? I don't hear about her. I don't no. hear. I would like. It's here's what I I, I said. That I say this in the shit stir. I say, okay, they're coming for our women's rights right now. We're we're we're, we're we are the trans ban already happened. We're next. Right. We are next. So we have oh, to yeah. fight and we have to scream loudly right. and we have to get to the polls and we have to vote. And these log cabin Republicans and people who are like, oh, well, I'm a fiscal Republican. I'm I go, so tired okay, of that. That's well, like saying my best friend is black. Do I'm it. just tired of it. I, here's what I say. I say, okay, if you're a fiscal Republican, what, what are you doing? on the social side of the Republican Party to make those changes. Right. If you're a fiscal Republican, okay, yeah. don't, don't expect me to fight for your rights while you count your money. Right. You get in there and make some changes because change within the party is what is needed right, right. now. Oh well, my God. and that I whole just, Republican Party. I'm sorry, I just hopped on that. No, that's what we're doing. That's why we're here. Yeah, let it out because it's, that's... I'm so, I live in Palm Springs and I run into so many fucking law cabin gay republicans that are like they do that same thing like i just i'm just happy my 401k is good you know and i'm like well what about the yeah my portfolio and my I go, portfolio oh, how's it doing today after those tariffs <laughs> motherfucker yeah i mean really i know i know they don't have a comeback and, and how's your 401k next to our transgendered friends who are having their rights stripped yeah, you away? have your cocktail at chill yeah how do you feel at about chill that? bar <laughs> on the patio while you smoke your cigarette yeah. you know i know I know. Uh, and you it, know, I I love I love we Palm love, Springs. Listen, and we I love have, Palm Springs. I just referenced that because I'm meeting a lot of that lately out there with the with the gay Republican. I mean, talk about an oxymoron, gay Republicans. It's worse. It's for me. It's that's bad enough. But it's the gay now. It's the gay Trump supporter. You know, it's yeah. Like, it's like okay, be a gay Republican, I'm, but how do you justify this? That. I mean, I say that to my straight 
Republican friends that tr- that support Trump. That's bad enough. But a gay Republican who supports Trump, get the fuck out of my face. I mean, one of my very close friends in Dallas is a Republican, a female who has a lot of money. And I had lunch with her here in L.A. She came and she said, <clears throat> "My biggest embarrass the biggest embarrassment of my life is that I voted for Trump." Well, thank God she said it. And and I'm hoping there's a whole lot more of her. I hope so too. I think you know, you know I, there has to be. I worked with a uh, uh, an interior designer not far from where we're recording our show tonight uh, for several years, and our mail carrier, you know, lovely, lovely lady, probably in her 30s, 40s, uh, you know, African American woman, Trump supporter, and I was shocked. Wow, shocked. And I'm she like, say anything? You're a black woman, and and the things that he said, he doesn't support the minority community. The way he's, the things he said about women, she's what? middle class. I, I, it's not yeah. like she's rich. I, yeah, I don't I, get I it. Just I don't, don't get understand. It. I don't know how people will vote against their own interests time after time after time. After how time. do you embrace something that doesn't embrace you? Exactly. I wrote that line. <laughs> in, yes, in, in Southern Baptist Sissies. I mean, I'd really I quote I quote myself with that line all the time. I said, "How do you embrace something that doesn't embrace you?" And you know, I, I I recently did my show in Dallas, and I said the one thing that I have to say is uh, I, I bash the log cabiners a lot, and mm-hmm. I've challenged them to debates. For many years, and nobody will stand on stage and debate me. Not one they person has, I, has accepted my challenge to do it. If you're listening and you're a log yeah. cabiner, I will Get stand out. on Come stage on. and I will debate you. Come on. We'll, and, and here's what we'll do. We'll choose a charity, an LGBT charity. I will give my portion to them. You can count your part. Yeah, now's you know, the time. You keep now's your money. Time. So, yeah. uh, but uh, they, they, they did do something in Texas, uh, and this is what I'm talking about. If you're going to be a part of that party, do something and make mm-hmm. some changes. And there was some hateful, hateful, horrible rhetoric in the Texas GOP platform right. that also includes included uh, conversion therapy, the embracing of that by the Republican Party, and the and and the LGB. I mean, the the law cabiners actually got it out of there. They were able to get it out of there, but they still will not be given a booth. At the convention. So what does that say? You are embracing a party that That doesn't even even want you. you, uh, you, you, And nothing against redheads, but we have that saying, the redheaded (laughs) stepsister. You know, that's what they are. That's what the log cabiners are to the Republican Party. They want your vote, but they don't really want you. They want their money and their vote. I did hear something today that gave me a little hope about it. It did happen in Texas. Uh, In Fort Worth, uh, there was a teacher who's tweeting Trump that her school district was being taken over by illegals. Oh, illegals! It, or, yeah, they fired her. her high, they fired her. Yeah, they, they had fired a board her. Meeting, right? Board meeting. And yes. Some, some of the parents, teachers, and the and they yeah, they voted to fire. Her. Yes, I, you know how I found yeah, that out. Some pieces of that today. Chuck Woolery on Twitter. Oh. That asshole. Oh, he's a he's a Trump supporter. Oh right? yeah, and I will never buy that emu oil, that blue emu. <laughs> I'm, I'm not no no because he's their <laughs> spokesman. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him and the love connection. Right. I tweet that. I, I, that's the kind of stuff I love doing. I will tweet Blue Emu and say, I am not going to buy your product because Chuck Woolery <laughs> <laughs> and that, that man, that, that pillow guy. That, oh, that, God. The, I, uh, whatever. Uh, He's so pillow? fucking annoying. My pillow. Yeah. I just, Is like, he a big Trump supporter? Too? Oh. Yeah. oh yeah. I have to what burn my words? pillow? Do you have a my pillow? I didn't know this. I, Do you have a my pillow? A dentist went behind my Do back I? and bought them. I didn't even know. No, we had the fucking thing. He was like, "What are you complaining about? You're sleeping on one." 
Well, if you already have it and you didn't know, I say keep it. Don't just destroy it. But y'all do not buy Bye. my pillow. I'll Don't. Never I'll never buy another one. Do not. We're doing a public service announcement right Thank now. You. Do not buy that fucking blue pillow. It's like they're like Chick Fil A. Oh, I know. I'll my to the cat my dad in Georgia, you know, Sunday, he's like, yep, just got home from lunch, went to, went to the Chick-fil-A. And oh. I was just like, oh, but you know, he's 87. I just, I can't, I can't get it, get into it. He's a Democrat and he still, you know, eats at Chick-fil-A. Well, that's what, you know. But I, then there's my In-N-Out drinks that have the John 316 on the bottom of the cup. <laughs> I know, you know, that, well, when, oh, when I discovered God. that, yeah. you know what I would do? I would fuck with In-N-Out. I would go through their <laughs> drive-thru and I would, when, when I would order, I would say, and could I please get an Old Testament cup? <laughs> I, I'm Jewish. <laughs> and it an would Old throw Testament. them for a loop. <laughs> would they at least laugh? They, no, they, no, oh. no, they, they have no sense of, they, oh. they thought I was serious. Oh, you know, I said, can I just have a Leviticus? Can I have a Leviticus and yeah. a Deuter- Deuteronomy? I need one. <laughs> You've got to have a Genesis in there somewhere. Somewhere in there. Yeah. And Song of Solomon. I just want a <laughs> Song of Solomon. Something Trump like that. Wow. <laughs> two Corinthians. Well, I think we talked about last time, um, one of my best friends growing up from kindergarten to college was Brian Kemp, who is the governor of Georgia now. Yeah. And mm. um, it's just been, it was bad enough, like, you know, Trump, came into office and I think I would hear people who said they knew Trump before and they're so shocked because they don't quite know who this character is right. he's playing or whatever. So when this happened, when Brian started that whole racist campaign in Georgia, we're going to, you know, round up the Mexicans and all that stuff. My family and fr- we have all these mutual friends. We were just all like put out and what are we going to do about it? And so now he wins, of course, and he, you know, allegedly, you know, cheated with the voter registration right. and stuff like that. And I was a big Stacey a- Abrams supporter. And mm-hmm. so Me it too. Caused, yeah, and it caused, within my family in Georgia, it was a little weird because my brother's friends with him and blah, blah, blah. So, and Brian knows I'm going to say this today. So long story short, we, um, we communicated recently and we sort of uh, talked about the issues and what Brian said, and I'm putting this out there for our listeners, because what Brian wanted me to say is, by no means does he think anyone should lose income or anything over politics. So he's promising that he's going to do everything he can to keep the film industry in Georgia. Hmm. Um, but he's fulfilling his campaign promises. And but is he going to sign that bill? Yeah. He is going to sign it. Yeah, because he's fulfilling his campaign promises well, to then, his voters. Then, then Disney is pulling out. And, and, and I have a weird, you know... For, and from, I, I work there But as the an city actor. of Atlanta is divorcing themselves from yeah. all that, yeah. from what I understand. But, you know, They're it's interesting because with Brian, it's like, it's like what politicians always say. This is... I'm going to interpret this as, this is not my personal feelings, but... This is my job, and I'm just working for my constituents. So he's well, being that's a good why, Nazi. That's why. Is that what he's that, well, that's what Trump does. That's Do you really think yeah. you said? Well, we, we said he. You know, a while ago, homophobic was used to describe him. I don't really think he is. No. I think that all he is 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 creating this persona to, yeah. for he's this base that that yeah. has now embraced right. him. You know, I, I you cannot. I mean, you're from Georgia. I cannot believe the uh, rebel flags that are up in Georgia as I drove from Atlanta. And Dale or, or someone this. drove I mean, me. I, I moved here 32 years ago and wrote a Southern play. You know, I was Southern. I used to defend the South. I would talk about how, you know, it, it, they're not all bigots. They're not all rednecks. You well, know, they're not all. They're not. No. And, you know, and we were making, I thought, 
tremendous progress in the South, especially in the gay community. And right. We were. And, then, and now it's like, fuck it, I'm not defending it anymore. I mean, it's just the majority of people there now are re- Republican, racist, homophobic, and they, they support Trump. There's a great minority of wonderful, amazing liberal Democrats who don't. In the cities, yeah. In Atlanta's cities. a very big blue city. Exactly. But Well, here's the way I feel, and I don't know how y'all feel about this, but you know, the, I'm, I'm on, I, I, I tweeted about this recently because people were giving me shit about performing in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And oh, so, first were? of all, yeah, well, first of all, I had the gig and I had a contract for right. a year ago. Right. So, and, and that has not gone into effect yet. Right. In that, I still would not have canceled. I wouldn't have because. I feel that I am entertaining and being a part of those who are there making a difference for the most part. Those are the people that I need and they need me and I'm not going to abandon them and I'm not going to betray them. I shot Blues for Willa Dean, uh, my movie in Atlanta Mm -hmm. and we had amazing crew members and I I feel for them as this boycott. But... On the other hand, when it comes to someone like Disney, when it comes to these big corporations pulling this money out, I get it. Right. And you know what, guys? You're going to have to go a cruise. You're going to have to. You're going to have to go to Louisiana, or you're going to have to go to oh, come, uh, come back to L.A. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, if L.A. would, I mean, if they would if give they us some incentives. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but I know I feel the same way because I work there. I have you know clients who work there, and it's it's. Um, I kind of feel like it, like I. I tell you, it's easy for us to be, you know, liberal, gay on the coast, you That's know, right. or whatever. But I really admire the people that that live in the communities that stay there and fight. And that's why, in some respects, it's really tough. It's like you don't want them all to pull out. You want them to stay there and fight. But at the same time, you got to send a message. You got to hurt them somewhere in the pocket. Right. Well, and, well, look at what, how how it it was effective in North Carolina. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, and that was that religious freedom bill. Right. And Brian has also said during his campaign he would also sign. Well, it was the bathroom bill as well? Yes, that right? was the thing. Yeah, yeah. And that, but that, that religious freedom act is what yeah. really gets to where you can basically say, "I don't want to bake a cake for you because you're gay. I don't want to, do, you know." Yeah. It's just so broad and open. And well, well, here's the way I feel about that. There's other bakeries, <laughs> and I don't want your fucking cake. cake anyway. If you don't want it, if you don't want to make my cake, I don't want you spitting in my cake because someone's forcing <laughs> yeah, you to make my cake. Yeah. You know what? I, 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 I mean, know, there's a little bit of that, and in, in, but but in that, yes, that that's just bullshit. Yeah. That, uh, it, there's just such hypocrisy. God, that's the it's word. Like, how many divorced people have you made their second wedding cakes for? How many? Uh, exactly. Whatever. Fill exactly. in the blank. Exactly. Uh, there's a lot of bib- uh, scriptures, and I, I really love quoting those scriptures on Twitter to those people who, <laughs> exactly. you know. Well, that's the thing. Bring I felt, a scripture at me. Come on, bring it. I bring me a scripture. This, I think the South should just be called hypocrisy. Because it, we have a hypocrisy all over the country, but growing up in the South, especially in the church, there was another. There was nothing more hypocritical. I, I mean, I remember sitting on the back row of the church with my mother, as she liked to sit in the back because the door was, was closer. So, you know, as the people would come in, like, "Hey, Miss Martha, how you doing?" And she would be like, "Hey, sweetie, you look so pretty." And how's your mama? And like, 
she wouldn't get one step ahead, and my mother would say, "Fucking bitch, she is such a whore." She, her grandmother was. Did she use that language in the church house? Just a whore, just as net. We did, and I remember thinking, we, you know, oh, we we were better hypocrites. You waited till you were home. You didn't say in the church. Well, my mom was drinking at the same time. But I kind of like your mom. She was way way before her time. But it it just seems like we've gone backwards. That, just totally backwards. And that's, I wanted to jump on that. Uh, how do you feel about the idea of common courtesy, a common decency? Do you feel there's any such thing anymore? I do. I think I, I, I do. Michael Taylor Gray, I like to say all three days. Yeah, Michael Taylor Gray. Like, yeah. I do believe that there are there are some of us, and, and there are there is, I, I, I would like to believe that, that Trump. And this this administration has actually made me a better person. He's shined actually, a light. I actually look at people in the eye more. I don't rush past them anymore. You know, it's like yesterday I went to vote, and there was only one little bill. But I will. There's never going to be an election I'm not going to vote in. And plus, my daughter Rebecca is a school teacher. Right. And it was right. important. But there were these three elderly black people who were manning the polls and I walked in and there was nobody there. It was at the rest home over here on Highland and, and, and uh, Camrose. I have a room there. <laughs> <laughs> Reserve. That's where I stay I've now. got the other bed. Good. I've got, uh, I'll see you at Bingo. <laughs> He's the one no, with the plastic No, we're going to go by, we're going to end up at that rest home at, by two cans. <laughs> oh, yes. Palm Springs. Stonewall. Oh, yes. Stonewall. I live literally across the street. I, you know I have a place in Palm Springs now. I know, we'll have to talk. Yeah. So we'll have to get together yeah, down there. Absolutely. And see I'm each other more here. than on social media. <laughs> oh yeah, she's going to get sorry. really upset now. If we but 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 what I was but back to what I was yeah. saying is as I walked in, I, for the first thing I said, I thought I know you're not supposed to do this. I said, I, is this uh, where I vote to get Trump out of office? <laughs> and they howled, howled and, and I just stayed it. and talked to them because there was nobody there voting. After I voted, I just talked to them. Because they were worried, the Hollywood Bowl was going right. on, and they were worried about how to get all the equipment down to their car, and we were mm-hmm. commiserating, and, and I, I would say, I was asking, "Where's your car?" Because I have a, I have a, you know, I live in the neighborhood. I can go get my sticker, and and I'm not sure that I would have done that mm-hmm. if I would have connected with them. And I was in San Francisco recently, and my Uber driver had an accent, a very thick accent. And I'm th- I was thinking about how many people who were possibly Trump supporters would dismiss mm-hmm. him and th- think disparagingly ag- ab- about him. And I probably, in another day and time, would have been on my phone doing shit. And I started talking to him. And I grew up in South Texas, so I speak Spanish. And I actually got to know him a little bit. And it turned out that here... You know, I could have been judging him. Oh, he barely speaks English, mm-hmm. very broken English. Well, it turns out that English was his fourth language. Hello. He yeah. grew up. How many up, languages do we speak as Americans? He grew up in, in, in Portugal. Right. I'm not Portugal, in Argentina. So he spoke Portuguese. And then his family moved to Switzerland. And there he learned French. And, and, and then he wow. came back and he was going to night school three days a week, three mm-hmm. nights a week. To learn English. Wow. And he was there because his grandchildren were in San Francisco. Mm. And it was just like, I I thought, you know, I'm connecting with people that I don't know that I would. Right. If it were, and then of course we always get on, well, what do you think of the president? You know, and, um, get into that Well, I think you're, that's a great point. I mean, look at what happened in the midterms. I mean, we can thank Trump for all the women that came out. And so, yeah, I do think also in, in, 
there's been blessings out of this whole disaster with yes. Trump. Mm-hmm. I was never as politically involved as I've been since Trump Same got here. I mean, I was always political, but, you know, it was easy with Obama for eight years. There were, wasn't much to be upset about, you know? I mean, there wasn't like this, so... Wasn't as contentious. By yeah. the way, I just read Becoming. Uh, I just finished it over the weekend, Michelle Obama's. Michelle Obama's. It's so powerful, and it will make you, first of all, mourn yeah. for what we had, mm-hmm. But it will also also show you what it means to have integrity, integrity. in the White House, yeah. and and people who truly care about you know children's obesity and all the things that Michelle Obama did. And I was I was fighting with some guy on Twitter because he was like Michelle Obama never dressed as good as I said. You know what? Being a first lady is much more than fashion, right? And that's all she has. She was not a hooker stripper. You know, oh it's, my God. it's like, yeah, do right? they hear themselves? And, and, and I, 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 it's just mind boggling. I mean, it's exhausting. The yeah. whole thing is exhausting. Like, I, I, what do you guys think is going to happen? Because I'm, I'm addicted to CNN and news. And so when I see, like, yeah. you know, uh, former people from the White House, you know, commentator, they were commentating, John Dean and people now. Right. And I try to project, like, Where's Kellyanne and Sanders? Where are these people going to be like 20 years from now when they're, when they're looking back on this whole fiasco with Trump? I wonder. You know, I wonder. I think, think Kellyanne gonna... and her husband will have a reality show. I would watch well, that. Well, I think she and her husband <laughs> I, I love are of him. the same mindset. I think Kellyanne's stuff is all made up. You think? Like I, I wonder. I yeah. wonder. She was... Oh, yeah. She was I think Ted, a lot of the leaks from the White Ted House Cruz's. come from her. Yes. She was for Ted Cruz originally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then she flipped over. Margaret Cho's uh, yeah. show recently, she said, she is yeah. just perfect for amateur porn. Her, that <laughs> right? face is meant to be. <laughs> but there's a new book that's coming out, a tell-all. Uh, Michael C. Wolf, is that? Is that it, well, oh, it's he's, out. He's got it's his new, now. yeah. Yeah. Because he so, wrote the, the first, first book. book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, I like Chris Como on CNN. I do too. And um, so he has uh-huh. Kellyanne on. Or Google, he, hey, gay oh, yeah, boys and straight women, Google him shirtless. Just go, Chris Como shirtless. Yes, but crazy body. But when Kellyanne has been on that show, yeah. it, that's a shit show. You know, oh, yeah. he's he's trying to like let her actually say something, and she can't. She just attack, attack. It's, but they, the, the, have they you have seen a, it where those chihuahuas just go I at each other? Fucking that meme, it and it with. says Kellyanne yeah. Conway. And, and <laughs> but you know what I teach when I teach acting. I, I say, if you want to know how to overlap actors, <laughs> watch, watch Kellyanne Conway and, and Chris Cuomo. Oh, my God. Y'all, yesterday I had a real big problem with AT&T. I've been oh, with them forever. but I'm with um, them. But they charge, I, this is, I, I know this is kind of, you know, white privilege problem that I had, but for 32 <laughs> months. I think of you when I think of white privilege. <laughs> Don't you think he's, Dale Shore? He's supposed to child yeah. for white privilege. I missed that they were charging me $120 for an international plan that I had <laughs> stopped, I thought, uh, uh, in, 2000, in, in June of 2016. So <laughs> it added up to about $3,800. Wow. And and I went to Twitter, and you know, you can go. Yeah. I went to Twitter, and because now I, I was so stupid because I uploaded a letter <laughs> to them and it had my phone number on it. So I had to, <laughs> I had people calling, calling me you? saying, You better take that down. It's got personal information. But 
what happened was I, I, got, I finally got to the president of AT&T because of Twitter. Someone oh. had the private email, and I was able to get about half of it back finally. They were only going to give me like $400. And I said, I, and I was like, you know, I, I am going to cancel my DirecTV. I am going to cancel my 20 plus years of AT&T phone service. But I will not stop watching CNN. Thank you. Please don't take that. I have my limits. Wasn't Trump trying to say boycott AT and T to hurt CNN? Yeah, that was yesterday, right, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, when he was riding over it, when he was riding over to the pond. Well, I'm just tired of all the conjecture. I'm tired of all the what ifs and ifs and buts and all that and candy and nuts kind of stuff. Well, let's. I want them to go. They've got the Mueller report. Yeah. They've got it laid out in section two about you know obstruction of justice. It's all laid out there. If they would just get Bob in Congress to testify what, to go through the report. What did you think report, of Mueller just kind of like saying, fuck you, I'm dropping the mic and leaving. I'm not going to answer no. any more Well, he questions. said it's all there. It's yeah. all That's there. what he said. Yeah. He said, you don't need any more from me. It is all That's there. That's my point. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, But get him there to walk him through it so the public can see. Because when the, when, when the Watergate uh, hearing started... Nineteen uh, percent of the public were in favor of right. impeaching. Thirty-eight percent right now are in favor of impeaching. And it took Donald a year. Trump. Oh, for I think one. it went up to more than thirty-eight. Yeah, it's so t- the it, tide it is turning. Low, it's, I think it's forty-one. So if they would now. just start the hearings and start it off with Bob walking mm-hmm. through the report and then keep it going. Can we talk about Miss Lindsey Graham? Oh, Miss Lindsey Elizabeth <laughs> really lost. <laughs> I don't know Elizabeth. what Trump has on her. I, mean, I don't either. I talk about pictures. a P-tape. There must be something. He's a sloppy bottom if ever there was. Because the moment... We don't want him, though. That's what I tweeted oh, no, the other day. I said, all these oh. rumors about Lindsey Graham being gay, we, we don't, don't want, want you. Him. No, we don't. And he's best really close with Meghan McCain. So that was her, that was because she fucks him on a regular basis. No, well, no, she he's like a an aunt to her. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> aunt Lindsay, he's like Lindsay. an old maid aunt. It's, there's mm-hmm. there's this meme that went around where Lindsey Graham was Aunt Pity Pat from Gone with the Wind. Y'all, please remind me to <laughs> send you to it. Oh my god, it is so perfect. Oh my god! Like he and Mitch McConnell together. I don't mean that fucking Mitch McConnell. I want to just take he and his wife. He's the devil and kill incarnate. Both. Yeah, he looks like a like a cabbage patch doll. He's someone, a someone did these um, these you know photoshops of Mitch McConnell as these elderly women, and I I put them on. I put both pictures, and I said, uh, "Do y'all I, I, on on Facebook?" I said, "Do y'all think that?" My aunt Hortense and my aunt Jeannie Bale look a lot like like Mitch McConnell. And I I cannot tell you how many people thought that those were really my aunts. I read some of the comments. (laughs) Right. They did. And to think, somebody fucks that? Like that. I don't think so. Really? I really don't know. I think that ship That's has a, sailed those and Those days are done. Because <laughs> his wife is, you know, on the Trump administration. And now she's in trouble. What'd she do? Uh, she, one of their businesses, she used her position to oh. get some business or something. I can't so remember. But Trump's do that all the time. Yeah. The whole family. Totally. Well, quickly, because this up on the hour visit. is going to be gone. Let's jump to the uh, the election coming up. I know it's way early. Yeah. We haven't had any debates yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we know Marianne Williamson's going to win. But, <laughs> can you, you imagine? Th- no, she I, was, I mean, I love her, stage? of course, but I was laughing the she's other day. She's going to be I on thought, the debate stage. We laughed she? at Donald Trump. You know, if a year and a half from now she's yeah. fucking president, then, you know, hallelujah. But um, what do you think? I mean, there's the 
What do you think of Biden, obviously, right now? Do you think he's the Jeb Bush from 16 when he was just the front runner in the beginning? And Well, then- today he came out against that... Um- uh, what is it called? It's some bill, some that 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 says the government's not going to pay for uh, for government funded abortions and 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 the pill and all that kind of stuff. And for, it's uh, and, yes, I saw that. Yeah, and and, and he came out other, for that. Came out not to not to strike it down. Oh right. Mm. And a lot of the de- the current candidates for the Democrat Party uh, are are against that. Want to strike that down as a way to sort of protect right. Ro- Roe v. Wade. Well, I, I think once we the debates, once we get to see them, we'll yeah. see. You know, debating. I mean, we all. I love Mayor Pete, of course, not just because he's gay, but I really do like him a lot. But um, he's done very well with how he's handled Trump. Yeah, and Trump's barbs. Yeah, you know, I like Kamala Harris. I like her. I, do I, too. I really yeah, love I do her. Too. Um, here's the way I feel about Biden, and I had a little a little Twitter issues with uh scott nevins went after oh, a guy and yeah. i said i love scott yeah and, he, and there there was um i uh, i forget the guy's name he's got a huge following and he was bashing uh joe biden and i i said i, I said here's what i said i said look yeah there's some there's some issues there's some things that i disagree with uh in that why aren't you listening all of the good things that right. he did? Because there are lots of them, and he was he was he was for gay marriage before Obama. Before Obama was. He's the one who brought Obama to the table. That's yeah. exactly right, yeah. and he has done so much good. And you know, you go go look at his HRC speeches that mm-hmm. that go way back, way back, many of them. Yeah, and and not that the election's just about us, you know, about right. the gay or whatever, but there are other things that Joe Biden has done that are good. And, and, and there, there's going to be negatives that come out about everybody. I right. mean, you know, you look at, at, at Mayor Pete mm-hmm. and there, there are things about the housing there housing that, have, that have come yeah. out and nobody's going to, we're, we're going to always elect Right. Someone imperfect, honey. We always have crap in the closet. That's right. right. I just want the Democrat Party this time to really to rally come together. And and the Bernie, to. the we Bernie supporters be have got to pull their shit together. Yeah. And we will and, pull them dragging and screaming. I mean, I was a Bernie supporter the first time around, yeah. but the moment Hillary got, then you hop on that hop train. On and yeah, and you can't. I hey, know. I was a Hillary. The first time Obama ran, I was oh, for Hillary, and then I hopped on yes. it. the moment. You know who told me he was going to win before Oprah? anybody? <laughs> Rue McClanahan. She did? When we were shooting the series, she said, Obama's going to get the nomination and he's going to win. Wow. And I'm like, no. You thought, no way. This is not going to happen. No way. God rest her soul. Yeah, she she, she called it. She had that instinct. And Sarah Hundley, Juanita. Oh, she, Sarah. Th- that's why, Jasper, I know you know you knew her. That's why you have to see six characters because uh, well, yeah. character number one is Sarah That's Hundley. what I heard. I mean, we talk, she was, you know, Sarah... That's I know I know love forever. She loved you, yeah. But uh, but she was I mean she willed herself to die because she did not want to see Trump elected. Oh, I and, believe it. And she said he's gonna win, Dale. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of assholes in this country. <laughs> Most of them are in the South. <laughs> She's right, Sarah. You you nailed that one, she, honey. She certainly oh, did. Gotta miss her. Okay, so we're going to just wait. We can't predict at this point. It's, we'll be... I, who the nominees are going to no, be? No, there's no I, way. Well, I think the top five are going to be, I think, Biden, Kamala, Elizabeth, Bernie, and I think Pete. 
You think that's it? Yeah, I think Beto, Beto's ship kind of has shot his, his shit. Is yeah, his shit. Cory Booker, his ship is no dead. Booker. Yeah. You know what? No, no. Yeah. he just no. It's not his time. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to. I, I got to tell you, if I just had to say, who would you think would be the best president? Mm-hmm. I would say Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. I would. I would. She but there's a lot, she, talk about a lot of things lot of that stuff. would get, could get her. Mm-hmm. You know that whole. American Indian thing. Pocahontas. You know, I mean, like, the thing hey, is, I much- loathe Trump. I loathe him to death. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, sometimes I do laugh. Like when he comes up with shit like that, you know, some of the Pocahontas stuff. You know, I, I chuckle to myself because I'm like... My favorite hashtag was Brokahontas, though. When they he had no money, really. Yeah, yeah. But his base watches Fox News, so they don't know. They don't have a clue. They interviewed some lady at um, a store in Walmart somewhere recently, and they were telling her about the Mueller report. She didn't know what it was. She did not know what the Mueller report was. She goes, well, I just, I think he's been doing a great job. What, what, what's was this? she the one that didn't know that there was anything bad in that report about Trump? <laughs> no, I she watches all conservative. She, this lady news. didn't even know about the report. Yeah. But that's that's. I don't think that. I, I think there's a lot of ignorance in this country. Yeah. And and you know, I always tell people, I go, you know, if you want to debate me, bring it on. But I, because I know your shit. I mean, I studied that side too. My mother was a debate coach. She right. told us to know both sides well, of right. it. Yeah. And 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 back to my mother. I I tweeted something yesterday about ignorance. And my mother went to college because my dad, you know, went to college when we were kids uh, he, uh, he, to become a minister, a Baptist minister. And my mother was going to be a stay-at-home mom. She went to this function, and this woman, the professor's wife, came up to her, and she said, Lorraine, what are you going to major in? And she said, oh, I'm not going to college. I'm just going to take care of my boys. And she said, you know what, Lorraine? It's not a sin to be ignorant, but it is a sin to stay that way. Ooh. And my mother enrolled in college wow. the next day. Because of that. So I say so, some random woman changed my life wow. because my mother l- registered late and the only elective that she could take was appreciation for drama. Wow. And she suddenly appreciated it a lot. <laughs> and, you know, the theater became my babysitter. But I think about that quote wow, so often. Powerful. And, you know, I was mm-hmm. back back in Georgia, your, your home state this weekend when I was performing there and there was a gay guy a naked gay guy with two, not one, but two rebel flags tattooed on one, his entire back. Mm. And when you have a conversation, they say, oh, well, uh, you know, no, I, my, my, I'm not racist. This is about uh, Southern pride. 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 And I go, well, it's my Southern shame because you don't understand the history of that flag. Right. You don't realize that that flag was retired until the civil rights movement. And then there was a, there was a big call to bring it back. Mm-hmm. And that's when South Carolina, you know, raised it mm-hmm. was because it was a fuck you to Martin Luther King. You mm-hmm. don't know that yeah, history. Yeah, that, no. So when how, why don't you practice some empathy and put yourself in, in, in a black person Persons. who is seeing that right. flag? What does that flag mean to right. them? I agree, totally. You know, but it is not my job to educate you. No. no. But is we, it? We, and I, I wrote this on uh, Facebook recently. We were not taught that in school in Georgia. We were not taught the history of that flag. We were taught that it was a symbol of pride for the soldiers that fought and nothing to do with... That fought for slavery. Nothing to do with slavery and really nothing to do with losing the war. You know, 
we weren't really taught that we lost the war. Mm-hmm. Mississippi still mm-hmm. loves it so much it's part of their flag, their yeah. state flag. So, I mean, well, then my, just... my challenge would be that we continue to engage each other, not enrage each other. Right, right. But here's what, you know? here's what I say in my show, guys, that I, I think is very, very important. We can sit back and we can talk here on your show yeah. and we can get on Twitter and we can preach and we can fight with people. But until we step into life and we do something. And when I, when I was playing a, a little tour of, of six characters, I ended up in Jackson, Mississippi, two days before the election there. And I contacted the Mike Espy campaign and I said, what can I do? I'll rent a van. I'll drive people to the polls. I can stay two extra days. And I did. And it was the most beautiful experience that I have ever maybe had politically where I sat by diversity on those phones, drove people to the polls and it's and amazing. and he, he didn't win, but boy, did he come close right. in a very, very red state. And that's what I say. I admire those people that have to live in the red areas and fight. It's just so much harder, I think. So I applaud you. I applaud everyone that goes and performs in these areas. But we have to. You we have, have to. to be able to volunteer like that, even in our... I mean, here we are in a blue state, so where where can we be of help? Right. Yeah. Can we go to Texas, you know, like my friend Stacy did, to, to work for Beto, you know, yeah. left L.A., uh, T- Stacy Orisano, who you know was on uh, act, a great actress. Oh yeah, yeah. And she went and worked for Beto. She's still in Texas. Wow. We have to, we have to stop just mouthing off. We have to really do something right. because, and, and I, I feel like the template <clears throat> of what happened with Roy Moore is what can happen everywhere. Yeah. Because they said no. no. Enough. We cannot in Alabama, fucking Bama. Yeah, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It just sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I, I, because I, you know my my producing partner, my the oh, yeah, amazing no, Louise Beard is from again, Alabama. Again, great people in Alabama. Uh, great liberals. They said no, 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 no. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. And they activated and they got vans. Did you know that? that did you know that there were no vans available? I, I heard about that. And yeah. that one one like crazy uh, franchise <laughs> enterprise right. closed down so he would not have to rent to people to drive people to the polls. Yeah. Mm. But that's that, but we, that's what I'm saying. That sounds like 1965, 1955. That's where we are. Yeah, that's what we're, that's we where ha- we're at. That, this yeah. is what we have to do. Well, guys, we have to wrap it up. Yeah. Where the hell did the hour go? We needed four hours with you, Dale. This, was just, like, this was just like scratching. Y'all, you know I this love is an to talk. <laughs> this has just like been so great. Well, congratulations on everything. We're all going to be looking for the premiere of This Side of, the, this side of Crazy. Uh, in San Francisco, September 28th. Yes. Everyone can follow you on at Del Shores, D-E-L, and they can... Right, and and delshores.com has all you know website has everything on there. You can get all that where all tickets are and all that stuff. And yeah, come up to y'all come to San Francisco. Oh, we're gonna definitely see see you for sure. But I'll be back at the Zephyr. We'll celebrate. Well, and that's what I want to say in closing. The the Zephyr is where you did so many of your great productions, right down Melrose here, and that's um, home. Yeah, and so we'll be there for sure for that. So. I'm really excited to go I'm back so glad and you're back and there. doing the th- and you know and uh, I, my cast is going to be oh. kind of crazy. It's Bobby Eakes. I was going to ask you who was yeah, the ca- Rachel Sorsa, 
Bobby Eakes and Dale Dickey as the oh, sisters. God. Do you need and, some ushers? And then Sharon Garrison is playing oh. Diddy Blaylock, who's my... Well, Bobby lives in Palm Springs. She does, yes. but she's oh, going to come is, up oh, and do it here. And Dale Dickey is just... I, I, we didn't even get into all... Dale Dickey is the best actress ever. I know. We ever. didn't even get into and all ever. the amazing careers you've launched Dale's and the people you've worked with, so that's a whole other thing, but... Everyone, if you just Google Dale, because if you don't know him, fuck you, you should. And uh, you'll see <laughs> well Leslie said. Jordan, Beth Grant, Patrika. We could go down the list. Octavia Spencer. Yes, Bobby. all Tate the Taylor. wonderful people that he has worked with, including our own Michael yes. Taylor Gray. Yeah. And everyone can follow you on Grinder, right? Besides ah, Grindr. So yeah, no, Are you Scruff? Scruff. You're Are you into Scruff? Scruff. That's Scruff now? Scruff. Okay, yeah. anywhere else? Wherever you may find me. Just Google just Michael digging. Taylor Gray. <laughs> keep digging. But thank you so much, Michael, as always. Thank, thank you, Dale. Thank you. Thank you for having and me. Thank you guys. Peace fun. out. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Thanks for checking out One on One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.